Hey guys, I hope y'all are doing well. My name is Kendria Shanae and today I wanted to come and encourage you all and speak with you all about an appointed time, okay? So some things don't happen until the appointed time. It's not that God didn't say they would happen. It's not that you heard wrong it's just that the word has to meet the appointed time, right? Jesus had to be born at an appointed time. People have prophesied his coming for years, but he did not come. He, he, he was not conceived or birthed until an appointed time. The word went forth before him, but the word had to meet timing. And when it did, he came forth, right? It was the appointed time. He had to arrive to a certain place at a certain time. And then once he was here, we see that his life was time-oriented. Jesus, you know, he was about his father's business from the very beginning. And he had to, you know, stay under the leadership of his parents. He had to, you know, grow and develop under their wing, per se, for a certain amount of time. He, you know, started preaching and teaching in the temple. It was quoted in the word at 12 years old, but it wasn't time. It wasn't time at that time for his public ministry to start. It wasn't until he was 30 that his public ministry began and continued. And his public ministry only in, in the rest of his life only went on for three more years. It was all about timing he had to begin his public ministry at a certain time he had to do certain things within his ministry at certain times and his public ministry had to come to an end at a certain time he was very aware of time throughout his life when he was at the wedding at Canaan and his mother asked him to turn water into wine, he said, no, it's not my time yet. He ended up doing it, but then afterwards we see that he did end up going into hiding because it, it wasn't his time to be revealed in certain ways yet. 
He was aware of timing. He knew the appointed time for certain things. When it was the Last Supper, he knew that his time had come. He knew that the appointed time for his crucifixion was upon him. He told Judas, go ahead and do what you have to do. Because it's just going to lead into what has to come next. The time has come. He, he didn't try to fight what it was time for. Because he knew the appointed time had come. He was aware of timing. He knew he was going to end up dying. He knew the purpose it was going to serve. He knew that it was going to bring fulfillment to the word over his life. But he knew that he had to wait until a certain time for that word to come to pass. The word had to meet an appointed time. Right? He had to die at a certain time. He had to be in the grave for a certain amount of time. It had been prophesied. He prophesied it. He said that he was going to be, he was going to die. But after three days, he was going to be raised again. He had to be in the grave for three days. It was an appointed time. He couldn't be raised again after a day and a half or after two. He had to be in the grave a certain amount of time and he had to be raised at an appointed time. It was all about timing. Everything about Jesus's life. was based on an appointed time. Everything, even after he was raised, he came back, the word shares how he stayed on earth for 40 more days. He continued his ministry, though his ministry, you know, looked different. He was moving different because he knew he was getting ready to ascend. He was aware of timing. He, he, he knew that he wasn't going to stay there forever. He knew that he didn't return to be on earth forever. He knew that was, it was not his final destination. He knew he was only going to be there for a certain amount of time. And when the appointed time came, he was going to ascend and sit on the right hand side of the father. Where he is now, he knew that the appointed time was coming.
Jesus came back for 40 days, which is the same amount of days he spent in the before he began his public ministry. Which I just think is interesting. <laughs> but he was aware of the time he had left on earth. And because of that, he lived like it. When he returned after being resurrected, he, he still walked in miracle signs and wonders. He still was Jesus, but he moved differently. Right. When, when, he, when he was met with Mary at the tomb, Mary wanted to hug him and, you know, just love upon him. But Jesus was like, uh-uh, you can't touch me <laughs> because he knew he was getting ready to ascend. He knew he was getting ready to go somewhere. He knew there was an appointed time before him. Jesus lived purposeful. He lived a very purposeful, intentional life because he was aware of his time here on earth. He was aware that he needed to do certain things, but he knew that he had to do certain things at certain times. He was aware of the word over his life. He was aware of what he was called to do, how he was called to move. What he was called to accomplish. But moreover, he was aware of when he was called to do it. He was aware of the timing of God. He knew the importance of an appointed time. Okay? He didn't try to rush the appointed time, nor did he try to delay it or put it off. He just tried to stay in sync with the Father. He just tried to live in such a way that he remained in his will. And that he was on pace for the word to meet appointed times so that his father could be glorified and his will for his life could be fulfilled. Okay? Jesus was aware of his time and he lived to make the most of it 
and so should we. Think of everything Jesus did in 33 years. My God. He, was, he only lived 33 years. His public ministry was only three years. His life accomplished so much because he lived purposefully. He lived intentionally. He lived aware of the word and the timing of God. He lived determined to, to meet the appointed times in his life. He didn't necessarily have to, you know, we can't force apport, uh, appointed times or anything like that, but he was in tune with the father so he knew when it was and was not time for a thing and we must be as well okay we have to live in such a way that we're in tune with the father and we are determined to stay in step with him. We have to live purposeful, intentional lives, knowing that there is an appointed time coming. Okay? Jesus was born at an appointed time. Jesus accomplished certain things within his life at an appointed time. Jesus died and raised again at an appointed time. Jesus returned to earth and, you know, continued his ministry here on earth for an appointed time. He ascended back to the Father at an appointed time. And he's going to return at an appointed time. And we have to remember that. Okay? There is a time coming where Jesus is returning. He's coming back for his bride. He's coming back for the church. And he wants to find the church. He wants to find his people in the right position, ready. In the right state, where he's called them to be. Spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. He wants to find people ready. living the way that he's called them to okay Matthew 24 and 36 says but of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only 
The word says that we know not the day or hour of his return. And since we don't know the day or hour, we simply just have to remember that there is a day and hour. We simply have to remember that there is an appointed time. And live like it. Okay? Jesus knew there was an appointed time for things in his life. And he lived like it. He made the most of his time to make sure that the word over his life met the appointed times before him. And we have to do the same. You have to live knowing there's a word over your life, knowing that God has called you to do and move and live a certain way. And that you have an appointed time to meet certain things, right? You were born at a certain time. You were not, you could have been born centuries ago, but you weren't. You were born the day you were born for a reason, because it was an appointed time. God wanted you in the earth realm for a time such as this. There's no coinkydink about it. <laughs> it was appointed. God has called you to do certain things in your life. You were born with a purpose. You have a purpose in this earth. God wants you to do something. He has deposited things within you, gifts, talents, Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight, clarity. He's deposited creativity within you. He's put himself within you. Because he wants you to do something in this earth realm. And whatever he calls you to do, it's going to be to advance the kingdom of God. It's not just going to be for your benefit, but it's going to be for the benefit of others. It's intended to point others to him. He wants other people to see him through you. You were created on purpose to bring him glory. Everything about your life should bring him glory. What you do, what you say, what you think, how you move, everything should bring him glory. So whenever anyone looks at you, whether you're preaching or not, they should know mm, something about him. <laughs> something about him. And they, they should know it's Jesus. OK. 
okay? You were created for a purpose, to bring him glory in a number of different ways. Sometimes, you know, like I've said in previous messages, he takes us through seasons of development. So sometimes you may know what your purpose to do. I, you may think I'm born to write, I'm born to sing or whatever. I'm born to help. I'm, I'm born to extend mercy or whatever. But sometimes You, you you're not you're not you're not born doing those things right you're not born you know you don't come out of the womb walking in purpose it's developed over time but god reveals it to you he starts showing you who you are in him. He starts showing you what he's deposited within you. He starts giving you the desires of your heart, which align with his desires. He starts revealing purpose to you. And he starts prompting you to do certain things at certain times. You'll just have a knowing, mm, I need to do this. Mm, I should I should probably start doing this now so in a couple years I can I can be able to do this. You'll just have a knowing of when you're supposed to do certain things that he has called you to do, right? And that's the timing of God. That's fulfilling purpose according to timing. But sometimes we can get out of the timing of God because of doubt, procrastination, distractions, or what have you, or simple rebellion. But God is saying there is an appointed time that you have to re remain aware of. God wants you walking in purpose. He wants you doing what he's called you to do, whatever it may be. And he wants you to remember that there is an appointed time for each of those things. He doesn't want you to rush it, but he doesn't want you to put it off either. He wants you to be aware of timing. Be aware of the word over your life. And whenever that word hits timing, bam, <laughs> it needs to come forth. You were born at an appointed time. You have been given Jesus. You were saved at an appointed time. Jesus has deposited certain things within you so you can live on purpose and accomplish certain things at certain appointed times. And he wants you to remember that in the grand scheme of things, there is an appointed time for the end. Whether you die or, or you're here for Jesus' return, there is an end coming.
And he doesn't want the end to come without certain things being accomplished in your life. Okay? There is an appointed time for things to begin and for things to end. And he doesn't want you to come to the end unfulfilled. We are fulfilled when we are in the purpose of God, when we are doing what he's designed us to do, when we are in his will, when we are in relationship with him. God has designed us to be with him. And he doesn't want you to die. He doesn't want the end to come without you experiencing true fulfillment. He doesn't want the end to come without you accepting him as your Lord and Savior. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are not just accepting him to save us from the end. We're not just asking him to be the Lord and Savior of our lives so we don't go to hell. We're asking him to be the Lord and Savior of our lives so that we can spend eternity with him, yes, and so we can spend this life with him, yes. It's so he can be the Lord of our lives. He's the Lord of our lives. That means that we acknowledge him and we yield to him in every part of our lives while we're here yet alive. The Lord wants you to experience that true fulfillment. There's nothing like letting the Lord lead you. And there's nothing like letting the Lord lead you, knowing that you're protected, you're good, you're in a safe place because he's your savior. There's nothing you can go through in this life that he won't be there with you. God wants you to experience true life. He wants you to experience the life he died for you to live. He died so you could live life more abundantly. And there is no abundant life outside of life with Christ. He wants you to be in relationship with him. He wants to be the Lord of your life. He wants to be your savior. He wants to save you from the life you think you want. And he wants you to follow him forward. He wants you to live out the purpose he has on your life. He wants you to experience true life with him, just like Jesus.
Jesus lived. He made the most of his time here on earth. And he did so because he was aware. He was aware of why he was on earth. He was aware of why he was born. He was living with purpose. He was in tune with the father. That's why he was aware. If you don't know why you're here on earth, if you don't know the purpose God has on your life, I want to encourage you to search it out. Proverbs 25 and 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. There are some things that the Lord will conceal from you. There are some things that you, you just don't know. But the word says it is the honor of kings to search out the matter, to search things out, to discover them. God is saying if you don't know something that you think you should know, such as your purpose, to search it out and it will be revealed unto you, right? Just like the scripture says, seeking you will find. Ask and it will be given unto you. Knock and the door will be opened. Sometimes it requires a little seeking, a little asking, a little knocking on the door of the Father, right? And He will respond, He will answer, He will reveal that which you are searching out. God wants you to know your purpose. He wants you to know what you're supposed to be doing. He wants you to be aware of times and seasons. He wants you to stay in step with him, in sync with him. He wants you to know his will for your life and how you should go about doing things at this time in your life. He wants you to be aware of the word over your life, what he's spoken over you. He wants you to know what you should be doing at certain times. He wants the word over your life to meet appointed times. He wants you to live on purpose. And the best way to do it is in relationship with him.
He will help you every step of the way. He's your Lord and Savior. Not just for when you die, but for the here and now. He wants to be your Lord and Savior. He wants to lead you onward and forward. He wants you to stay in sync and for you to live aware of Him, His Word over your life, and the appointed times before you. Okay? God has an appointed time before you. He has an appointed time for you to accomplish certain things in your life. And moreover, he, he wants you to remember that there is an appointed time for his return. Things are going to come to an end one way or another. <laughs> Whether it's by, you know, death or you're here for his return. The end is coming, and not just for you, but for everyone. He wants you to keep that in mind so you can live like it. You have to live intentionally, knowing that there is an appointed time for the return of Christ. When you live intentionally remembering that there is an appointed time for the return of Christ, you will be focused on things that matter. You will be focused on fulfilling the Great Commission. Right? The Lord has told us to go out and make disciples of all nations. It's because the Lord does not want anyone to perish. The Lord wants to find everyone in right standing for his return. And he wants us to do our part in spreading the good news so that everyone can be found, you know, know the good news and can be found in right standing, which is in Christ. God wants to come and find us all in Christ. Okay, when you live remembering that he's returning, you'll focus on things like that matter, like making disciples of all nations. You'll focus on things that matter, like serving and helping those that are in need any way that you can. When you live focused on things that matter, like fulfilling your purpose over your life, 
which will inevitably do these things because God's purpose on your life, whatever he's called you to do, whether it's skipping down the street, whatever God has called you to do, regardless of how insignificant it may be, it's going to lead other people to Christ. It's going to lead to blessing others. God's purpose on your life is going to lead to multiplication of saved souls in the kingdom. God's purpose on your life is going to lead to you helping and serving those that are in need any way that you know you can. Your purpose is going to align with those things, whatever your purpose may be. But when you remember that there is an appointed time for the return of Christ, that he is coming back like he said he would, you are focused on these things. You're less likely to be distracted and deterred from these things that really matter, right? You're focused, you're living intentionally. You're making the most of the time you have here on earth so that the will of the Father can be fulfilled, so that his kingdom can be advanced. So that souls can be saved. So that as many people as possible can be found in the right standing. In the right state for his return. Okay? So remember that Jesus is returning there is an appointed time for his return it's coming it's going to happen though we may not know the day or hour we may not know when that time is is we know that it is going to happen Everything else about his life was time-oriented. And he stayed timely. He came when he was supposed to come. He did what he was supposed to do when he was supposed to do it. He died and, and raised again when he was supposed to. He fulfilled, you know, the rest of his earthly ministry when he was supposed to. He ascended when he was supposed to, though no one else knew those time frames. People knew that those things were going to happen, but they didn't know when. 
but even though they didn't know when, it didn't stop it from happening. And the same is true for his return. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. All we have to do is know that it's going to happen and live like it, right? And focus on things that matter. We have to live intentionally. We have to live purposefully. So that the word over our lives can meet the appointed times for our lives. And his will for our lives can be fulfilled. And in turn, his greater will can be fulfilled. I hope that makes sense. God wants you to remember that there is an appointed time. Okay? There was an appointed time for your birth. There is an appointed time for you to do and accomplish certain things. There is an appointed time for how you should move here on earth. So that certain things can be fulfilled. And there is an appointed time for things to end in your life. None of us know when we're going to take our last breath. And none of us know when Jesus is going to return. So we have to live making the most use of the time we have. We have to ask God to help us number our days. Ask him to help us manage our time. Ask him to help us fulfill the individual purpose in our lives and the great commission that he's given all of us the great purpose of it all. We have to ask God for help. And we have to do our part in making sure that we and others are ready for the end. Okay? We should be living in such a way that we are focused on advancing the kingdom of God and helping as many people as possible be and remain in right standing, which is in Christ, so that they're ready for his return. Okay? An appointed time is coming. And God wants you to remember it.
You don't have to know exactly when it's going to happen in order for you to do your part in making sure that you and others are ready for it. Simply live intentionally, live on purpose, and make sure as many people as possible know Jesus. Do your part in leading them to him and helping them stay in relationship with him. That's it. That is what God has called us to do. That's what he wants us to do. Firstly, he wants us to be in relationship with him. He wants us to, you know, make sure we're saved <laughs> um, and live life with him. And then he wants us to turn around and do it for others. He wants us to make sure that others know him as Lord and Savior as well. And that they can experience the fullness of life. The fulfillment that only comes from living life with him. And it should be a domino effect. They should turn around and do the same, etc., etc. So that the kingdom of God can continue to advance. Grow, multiply. And souls upon souls upon souls are saved, renewed, restored, and made new in Jesus. And souls upon souls upon souls upon souls are made and found ready for his return. Okay. He is returning. He's coming back. He's on the way. It's an appointed time. It's going to happen. And he wants to find you. Right. Which is in Christ. Okay. If you are not saved, if you have not committed your life to Christ, if you've not accepted him as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you to harden not your heart and to make today the day that you choose him. Okay. Accept him as your Lord and Savior and let him lead you in the life that he has for you. Because he has a life. He has a plan. He has a hope for you. And it's good. He has a destiny. He has a desire for you. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or if you want to recommit your life to him all over again, just because you want to renew 
your relationship with him, your commitment with him. I, I want to encourage you to agree with me in prayer. Pray along with me, repeat after me, whatever you would like, but come into agreement and say, Father, God, I thank you. I thank you for making a way for me to be in relationship with you. Thank you for sending your only son, Jesus, to die for my sins. And today, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. And I ask you to make him my Lord and Savior. I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. And for you to lead me along the path that you have for my life. God, I pray that I'm close with you and in relationship with you now and forevermore. Lead and guide me, and I thank you for doing it. Thank you for saving my soul and for everything else you intend on doing here on out. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, came to agreement with that prayer, you are saved. That was according to Romans 10 and 9. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and ask him to be your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved. So you are saved. And all of heaven rejoices. And I rejoice. Because I know you are in the best place you can be, all right? Which is in relationship with the king, all right? You're in the family. <laughs> and I just want to encourage you. And if you, you know, recommit it, same thing. Best place, best place, best place we can be. And I want to encourage us all to remember that there is an appointed time. Word is going to meet timing and it's all gonna come to pass. All right? So live intentionally, live purposefully. Do whatever God has called you to do. In accordance with the Great Commission and the personal calling on your life, which will align. But do whatever God has called you to do and focus on what matters.
focus on bringing others into the safe place you are in. Into the will of God, into the kingdom of God, into relationship with God. Okay? Lead others, as many people as you can, to Jesus so that they're found ready, which is in Christ, for his great return. All right. God wants us all to be found ready. He wants us all to be found in the right state, in the right position, which is in his will for our lives and in Christ. All right. So I love you all and Jesus does too. I know this was a super lengthy message today. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be this long, but there's no more important message than the message of Christ. There's nothing more important than being in relationship with him, being in his will. And being ready for his return. There's nothing more important. Nothing. Alright. So remember it. And live like it. Because there is an appointed time. For the end. There is an appointed time for his return. Okay? So you make sure that you're ready and you stay ready. And you go out and help others do the same. Lead as many people as you can to Jesus and help them to remain in relationship with him because that's where God wants us all to be which is in relationship with Jesus and that's what's going to help us all be found ready Relationship with Jesus is what helps us let the word meet the appointed time and for his will to be fulfilled in our lives and in the world. So again, I love you all, and Jesus does too. Until next time. No, there's an appointed time before you. And the Lord wants you to live like it.
and I just wanted to come and remind you all to reflect on today's word and let the Lord minister to you personally regarding it. And I wanted to go ahead and pray into the word. So God, I just thank you so much for your sweet and gentle reminder of an appointed time. Thank you that you became flesh and live a life fully aware of time that you met all of the appointed times that were before you and that you've called us and equipped us and enabled us to live the same and to do the same. I thank you for reminding us that just like Jesus, there are certain things we need to do here on earth at certain times. And that just like with Jesus, our life here on earth will come to an end. And just like with Jesus, that as we are in you, we will go with you and live life with you for eternity, Lord. I just thank you for this sweet reminder and I just pray that you help my friend and I live purposefully, intentionally with this in mind, that there are certain things that we need to accomplish at certain times and that we have a certain amount of time to do it. I also pray that you help us to keep the grand scheme in mind, that there is an appointed time for your return and that you are returning hoping to find people in the right state, in the right position, that you're returning hoping to find people ready. I pray that you help my friend and I to be found ready and to help as many people as possible to be found ready as well. Help us to be and remain in relationship with you. Help us to be and remain in Christ in your will for our lives so we can be found the way you want when you come back. So Lord, let us not be anxious or troubled by not knowing when that time is, but let us find comfort knowing that it is a time and it's coming. Let us live focused on what matters because it is coming. Let us live focused on being saved and helping as many others be in relationship with you as well, Lord. So I just thank you for this reminder to live focused because you are coming back. God, I just pray for a revival, God. I pray for a revival to, to break out 
and the earth and that everyone looks to you, turns to you and lives for you, God. I pray that revival breaks forth and that souls are saved, God. I pray for a harvest, Lord. Let souls be saved in the name of Jesus. Let souls be secure in the name of Jesus. Let no man perish, God. But I pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just thank you for hearing our cry and for answering us, God. Thank you that the appointed time has come for us to live on purpose and to be all in. Thank you for helping us do it. Thank you for helping us lead others to you. And thank you for welcoming us all. Thank you that you're on the way back, God. And thank you for what's on the other side, Lord. Thank you for the greater glory that is ahead. Let us endure. Let us live on purpose. Let us live intentional. Let us be focused. Until we see that greater glory. Till we see you. On that special day that is ahead for us. So I love you, I praise you, I honor you, and I adore you. And I look forward to seeing all that you're going to do in my life and others and in the earth realm for the advancement of your kingdom, salvation of others. So that we're all in the right place, in the right standing, in the right state. So that we're all found ready. For the appointed time. Of your great return. That is quickly approaching. So, I love you and I thank you. For all these things. For everything that's ahead. In Jesus name, amen. Alright you guys. Until next time, bye.